Welcome to the Keep Up Corner. This is Kendra. We have the awesome Jade. Hi, friends. We have episode 63. We're going to wrap up with the Oneness comeback. Um, we'll talk about their music video for Baila Comigo. <laughs> and we'll talk about their um, album. And then we're going to talk about the latest news from 5050. And we'll round out with the Ground Forces Festival. Because why not? It's fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Because we were um, very, um, we were well fed this past weekend by yes. that. <laughs> it just kept on going days on end. Honestly, it's still going. I like, know. It's still discovering things. Like, <laughs> what? Right. <sighs> So exciting times for um, Oneness fans to Moon. Um, I would say they're doing well for their second week of promotions. Mm-hmm. And they're on their second award or win. Yes. So um, and they're they're promoting a lot. Like they did the Be Original. Um, yep. And it's I watched live. their studio. Yeah, I saw yeah. their studio tune. I think it's the Cool FM or whatever mm-hmm. they always do, which is really, in my opinion, so it's always nice to hear the raw vocals. Right. So I recommend that. I also like that they have a focus, like a full focus cam for B oh, okay. original. Because <laughs> I feel like it's really hard to capture everything right like their stages are very pretty mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just all over the place right obviously <laughs> it's like a k-pop thing so that is very true uh you want to start with the video or the music no let's start with the let's start with the album the album okay so we have um, the intro, title track, simulation, epilogue, and then the Spanish version of Baila Comigo. Mm-hmm. First um, of all, I cannot believe this is their 10th mini. <laughs> it's just, every time it's I think about wild. it, it's just, it's insane to me. Yeah. I agree. They are very prolific and very busy, hardworking, very, very hardworking group. Um, what um, did you think of the album? So I thought it was very cohesive. Um, from start to finish, it has a very nice flow. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to it a lot today, and I enjoyed it while, you know, having it on the background. I think the title track is good. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like, I like the choreography and such. Right. But it just doesn't stand out as much as I would like it to. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to past title tracks. And um, I know I said it on the other, on the last episode that it seems very much like same scent. Mm-hmm. Like, same vibe, same tempo. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
parts I do like it. Let's just put it that way. I do like the whole album. I just mm-hmm. didn't think like it stood out to me. Okay. I mean, fair so, enough. Yeah. I think I feel the same way. I think it's a solid album. Um, again, every song is good. Nothing to me was like super outstanding. Um, and that's okay. Um, I do think it's cohesive. It's a it's a short album. It is a short yeah. little mini. Um, and I, my favorite song is the epilogue. Oh, really? Because I feel like that is super, the song itself, it's super, super clean. Mm. And I think it really showcases their vocals. I think the other songs, there's definitely components of every song I really like, but there's also like parts of it that I didn't really care for. So for me, Epilogue was probably the one that I thought for my, you know, for my own taste, it was just like from beginning to end. I was like, okay, this is actually like really enjoyable from beginning to end. It's a very chill song. It's very chill. And I think the other songs, there's always like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like their instrumentals kind of outshines their vocals in some of the mm. other songs. Yeah. I get you. It like yeah. competes. Correct. Um, and I, you know, again, a foot by Camigo. I really like the Spanish version. Um, you like I it like, more? Or just I do. I do like it more. I think they did it very well. I think they did it really, really well. Um, And I don't know, because obviously, by Camigo means dance with me. So I did not like look into the origins of the song. So I don't know if that song was originally written in Spanish and translated into Korean versus the other way around. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I thought their Spanish pronunciations were great. So, again, I meant to look into that. I don't know who really produced it or anything. But I really enjoy the Spanish version of it. It just, to me, it sounded more natural. I don't know how to explain it. I think we've had this conversation about, like, Korean songs that, you know, that translates into English. Yeah. But for whatever reason, that's why I was like, I should look into it if, if the song was written in Spanish first. Yeah, I haven't looked into that either. It, that would make sense to me. Um, just being the nature that the even the name is Spanish. Correct. You know? Right. Yeah. I think uh, simulation would be my favorite mm-hmm. from the album. Yeah. I really like swing vibes. <laughs> yeah. Like the instrumentals one, two, three, are great. Four, five, six. Yeah. I just really like I like songs like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um you said the instrumental is I really enjoy the instrumentals good. in simulation. Yeah. Yeah. As is I think compositionally it's satisfying to me Mm -hmm. so 
I mean, overall, very satisfied. Um, not my favorite comeback, but still very solid. Yeah. I mean, we've done, I think, four now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty good. I yeah. mean, bravo, Oneus, for providing us with so many, you know, right. comebacks to talk about. Yeah. Um, it, are you, like, getting a better grasp of what you think Oneus sounds like? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I feel you. I get it. What about you? I would say... A lot of these songs are very oneness, maybe in the realm of how they are right now. Right. In terms of like uh, Pygmalion and like the last three, maybe they have like the same kind of vibe going on. Mm hmm. And what vibe is that? I can't put like, I can't put names to it. It's weird. Right. It's, like a, it's just like a, a feeling for me. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. But it's do really you hard. do you think their do you think their vibe is unique? Or distinct uh, or do you think it's distinctively one us? I don't know, honestly. I I mean, I want to say yes, but I can't I cannot like explain what makes them one us. Right. Like, when I went to their concert, it was very, like, all the songs they played were just, like, even if I wasn't 100% into the songs, they were just amazing. Like, so well done. And, like, the choreography and the okay. energy. So, this like, is what I I'm gonna what I think of. Right. This is what I'm going to say. I think they're tremendous performers. Yeah. I think their performance really enhances their songs. Yes. The songs by themselves to me are, I don't, you know, I don't say this to be a hater, but I feel like some of their songs are kind of generic to me. But I think it's their performance that really enhances those songs and make it something really special. I think sometimes they can fall into that generic thing. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like there's a lot of songs of theirs that doesn't. But those mm-hmm. are the B-sides. <laughs> right. Except for, like, Lit. That was the title track. Mm-hmm. Um, which, when Lit is performed, is just out of this world. Right. Um, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> Bing Bing and English Girl. Like, those are songs I discovered at their concert and i Mm -hmm. absolutely adore them right um and then you have like grittier songs like come back home and to be or not to be Mm -hmm. so it's really hard for me to just define them (laughs) right and i feel like all the songs you just named are like they're older stuff so in the past like two years we've known them really because i you know i'm for me, I am not in the fandom. For me, it's like when we talk about like the past two years of comebacks. Yeah. I'm just I, like, that's why for me, it's always been like I have a little bit of like, I confusion. feel like 
Correct. I can't really identify their sound per se. Um, Because I think me and you have had these conversations before. (laughs) All the stuff that we like that I really, really like are not like the current stuff. So this is why I'm, you know, I, I, again, these sort of mini albums are chances for them to explore and grow and evolve and change. And these are all great. But I feel like the past few comebacks, their sound has kind of like stayed very in the same realm. Yes. I 100% agree with that. It's funny because you and I really came in with Luna. Correct. Which I feel like really set them apart. Correct. And Luna kind of is like a softer extension of Lit to me in terms Mm -hmm. of like costuming and like being unique in that way. Mm -hmm. So it is... It is interesting that since that album, right, <laughs> it's been very, like, except for Trickster. I feel mm-hmm. like Trickster was a little more grittier. Correct. Like, especially, like, Bring It On is the title yeah. track. Like, that one was <clears throat> a little odd man out of, but, like, Malice. But it had um, a little bit more personality. It did. That's true. Yeah. Pygmalion. And, uh, and now this one, like, there are... They're very in the same realm. Correct. And maybe that's why I say that this album doesn't stick out much to me because it's very safe. I agree. It's not different. It's like if you would have put this and the previous album together, it would have been like one album and I would have been fine with it. I wouldn't have thought that it would be like so clashing. So... I mean that I guess these that's what these little minis are for. Maybe, you know, it's their evolution moving on to like something different or trying something out. Yeah. I would agree with that. And I feel like we've had these conversations before. I feel like even within the fandom, there's been conversations as to what is their sound or you know, what kind of what kind of vibe they're putting out. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm always excited. They're incredibly talented. Their performances are always amazing. We've seen them live. So I always look forward to what they put out. They always put out solid music. It's just that I would like to experience a little different vibe or different dynamics or a little bit more personality per se yeah i would think the next one like they've been in the same realm now for at least two or three minis so Uh, the next one they could definitely be a little more experimental i agree they wanted that is also true so yeah looking forward what did you think of the music video Uh, so I haven't watched it. I apologize, everyone. I have not watched it as thoroughly as I would have liked. Um, starting a new job has been a little exhausting. So, um, by the time I get home, eat, whatever the heck, it's, I don't have much time. So, off the first watch, it was a lot to process. Um, 
there's a lot happening mm-hmm. <laughs> in the video. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my main takeaway is, holy shit, there's so much to process. Like, I'd have to watch it several times, probably even slow it down to get a better feel. Um, the setting is very similar to, like, the... Um, the concepts we saw. Mm-hmm. So they did tie that in. <clears throat> I like the choreography. I always love their choreography. Yeah, they have amazing choreography. I thought it was interesting that Leto has, like, a little solo in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then... He was, was acting. Like... Yes. <laughs> also, him and... Juan Wung? That I see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Their partner um, dance. Yeah, their little partner dance. It wasn't quite how I wanted it, but cuz he's kind of like punching Lido. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> right. Which I guess. It was a I little mean, aggressive. Yeah. It's it wasn't Okay, let's put it this way. As a mom baby, it wasn't as um uh, it wasn't as satisfying as watching like Minyuk and Hyungwon and the way they interact dancing wise. Mm-hmm. Like I really like the way that Monsex does their partner dances. Right. This was a little more aggressive. <laughs> but it was Agreed. still cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd you think? Um <coughs> excuse me. I enjoyed it. But I was a little overwhelmed by the costuming because I, you know, I love a little glitz. I love, I love a little <laughs> glam. I love a little shine. But it's, it's a lot when every single piece of clothing is either lame or sequins or glitter or shiny leather. I think it, it's just a lot of shine all at once, which kind of loses the effect of like you know spotlighting kind of thing um i don't know i don't i did not love the background colors like those like um bluish greens and like the like the square tiles i don't know it just like made it feel kind of like 80s for me Mm, okay yeah um otherwise i love the white outfits i love all the detailing there were these beautiful embellishments and there, you know, it was like lace and cutouts and pearls and like rhinestone, which really made it interesting because it added a lot of texture because it was like all white and the they were in all white and then the color was in the back and there was like a lot of camera movement. So it's really just nice where you get these like little pieces of embellishment that kind of catches your eye to add to the glitz and the glam without like overwhelming you with like contrasting like finishes so i thought that was really nice um the partner dance was definitely a little interesting so the the song by Camigo means dance with me and it has like a spanish influence you could you could kind of hear it in the instrumentals yeah so i listened to the um I listened to the music first, obviously, and we did see the music video teasers, but they were like really, really, really short. 
And when I was listening to the song, I was like, okay, then I read the lyrics and the lyrics are really great. Like it starts with, I need you to hold on. Don't go home. Don't worry. Let's just stay now. Let's, let's be together. So it's just like, stay with me, dance with me. Like I want you in my life. I want to have this moment with you. So it's like, for me, the song is like, it should be like really romantic and central and graceful and longing. And that's why like these, like the partner dancing was almost <laughs> like they were like play fighting. Yeah. Which I was like, that is such a weird juxtaposition to like the meaning of the song. Right. Like they're talking about like, I feel that I'm alive in this moment. Shall we dance like flowers blooming just for today? The song itself is so romantic. I really thought that they would go with like very flowy fabrics and like deep sensuous colors and like just like, I don't know, like I was thinking like more like reds and oranges because they talk about like, you know, ignite the fire in my cold heart. So I thought Mm. they would go with these themes that kind of evokes this like passion yeah and like the music video just did not give me any of that and i was really kind of disappointed because they went with these like really cold cool tones yes Yes, they did which is the exact opposite of (laughs) the song that you're singing which to me i was just like this is such a missed opportunity so by yourself, it's nice, but I think the visual I had in my head <laughs> kind of like, which is really unfair because like the visuals I had in my head is like of my own doing. But when <laughs> I was watching them, I was like, I wish there was more like these like in more like, I don't know if intimate is the right word, but I wanted it to be like softer interactions i wish there were more interactions with the members because let's be honest there were no other dance there was a masked female dancer but she was never involved with any of them even though the song is called dance with me so there were i wish there were more interactions between the members that are a little bit softer a little bit more intimate a little bit more fluid so that's why for me, I was like, oh, I, the whole song is called Dance With Me. It's about you dancing with somebody else. I wish they would have evoked more of those kind of like romantic, like softer, warmer feelings. Yeah, that's a good point. I think they took literally everything from like the concepts or they took the concepts from the video. I don't know which came first, but right. you can see like in the um, all the backgrounds and the setups, like the um, pillars you were talking about that they wrapped. Yeah. Oh, is that? I don't know what they wrapped it in, but it's very. Oh shiny my god! It was like a. It was like a. Bubbly like pink cellophane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It's just weird because it's giving a, with the water and the cool tones and the greens, even when yellow is shining through those stained glass windows, yeah. it's still a very like pale, 
uh, cool yellow. Even yeah. though yellow is a warm tone, it's it's right. weird. Also, that hallway is really narrow. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it didn't really do them any justice. Any no. member, even when they're by themselves. Right. So I do agree that when you start talking about the lyrics and the picture they're painting, I do feel like there is a disconnect with the styling of the set. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do agree it would have been cool. Like, some of their stuff's kind of flowy, but there's a lot yeah. of it that's more gaudy. You know, like... I think that's where I had problems with, like, so much shine. Yeah. Some of it is nice. I don't mind some of it. But it is a lot. The white outfits are really beautiful. Yeah. Um, all the beadwork that they put in there and, like, the jewelry. Everything looks very nice in that. Um, my big thing is watching through this again. The more I watch it, the more I feel like the ending... And maybe there's a disconnect with the lyrics, but the ending doesn't make sense to me. Like, why are they in that dome? I, it's like they're, they're going to battle for no reason. It's, yeah. But it doesn't make sense. Like, their outfits don't make sense with the rest of the video. The setting yeah. itself, the coloration of it. It was a weird pivot. Just, yeah, it's really odd. They're very aggressive with with their dance moves. It's just, right. I must be missing something. I don't know <laughs> either. Well, that's why it was like a weird transition. It's like yeah. they laugh like this sort of like romantic. I think they were trying to evoke uh, like make it romantic, right? Like those softer like whites, oh. like the pink cellophane Sorry. on the pillars. What happened? I'm fucking serious right now. A phone call, and then it connected to my headphones. Oh. <laughs> I'm still here. Fuck. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> okay. What were you saying? <laughs> I don't even remember. Well, we were talking about, like... Well, I just think, like, the white... fantasy. I don't know. The white outfits, like, in the hallway. I actually love the stained glass because I thought that added this, like, yeah, like, this, like, romantic feeling. And then you kind of go into that dome. You're dancing in the dirt. It it just, yeah, it was like a weird pivot. Yeah. Um, And then I feel like it just ended really abruptly. I'm wondering if there's something else to it. Like maybe this whole other thing is not reality. It's like a dreamlike state because everything's so like colorful and right, whatever, romanticized, like you said. Yeah. And then we end up in the real world <laughs> where it's very cold. Yeah. And meh. Combative. Combative. <laughs> yeah, like the harsh realities. I don't know. I don't know if that they put those weird flares on the oh, people. And I, I wish they could have. Oh, I, in my opinion, they could have done without all those dumb effects. Yeah. Special effects they put on. It's like they put it on everything in that scene. Every well, zoom out, every like. Right. It's, ugh. Like, yeah, I thought that was really unnecessary. Like, I wish they... I wish they would have done more in the hallway with the stained glass because I did love the facts of it. I think it does like 
create a more dramatic mood. And I think maybe yeah. that's what I'm really missing from this music video. It's this like amazing sense of like drama and romance. Yeah. Well, the light coming through in the stained glass is also putting like a really pretty coloration on the Correct. Floor, which Correct. is really cool. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. It's too narrow, but that, but the colors and the textures of the glass is really cool. Right. And I love that they were in all white. I think that adds a lot of like, like really dynamic like feels to the music video because it's yeah. sort of like in the background, but it adds like so much visual interest, but it's not distracting. So, and again, I mean, like for me, this whole entire song is supposed to be very romantic and I just did not get that feeling in the music video. And to me, that's like a big miss. Yeah. And I get it. Would it be nice if they were dancing with a bunch of girls? Yes. You know, which I know that like K-pop doesn't really like to do, but I think I there's don't think other ways ready of for that. Right, but I think there's other ways of conveying romance. Yeah. You know, of like you're just creating like a feeling and I'm sorry, like it's just hard to feel that way when you're talking about these like really angular pillars in the back, <laughs> like these like we're like I don't like this teal right like these color choices like in a bathhouse yeah but not even like yeah but you you could have created like roman columns or something that made it a little bit more romantic or aesthetic yeah and then you you try to change the feel of it by using this like pinkish like unicorny like <laughs> um, very... cellophane yes it, it's yeah, it's that's why I said it's giving like this weird 1980s vibe that yet it doesn't really go like for me anyways. It just did not like it fought the song for me. Also, if they could have gave the girl more than two milliseconds of dancing, Correct. that I think would have been really cool as well. You know like what else would have been cool? Five seconds. Even if, like, even if, like, she danced, like, she didn't touch any of the members. So if yeah. she just has some sort of interaction, like, on the same screen. I mean, even so, like, at, where, where are we? Uh, 238. She's in the pool dancing, but they show her literally for, like, two seconds. Right. And it would have been more impactful if she had at least a few dance moves in more before mm -hmm. they pan to the next scene. Right. It just would have felt more cohesive. Right. Because they show her so sparingly and so fleetingly. Right. But. I know. They could have cut out the whole entire dome section yes. in the back and just like added some more of her dancing or some of the other stuff. Like, they um, have cool, really cool dance breaks in this song, too, that I think are fun. Mm hmm I feel like they just could have done more at the end without having it be in the dome and have it completely yeah. change aesthetics. Yeah. Unless that's intentional. And then if that is, then... Somebody could explain it to us. Maybe, yeah. maybe we're missing out on something. <laughs> but... So... But like you said, I will always, even if I don't 
even if I'm not 100% overwhelmed by the releases, mm-hmm. I always look forward to it. Yeah, me too. So. And it's okay. Like, Kendra yeah. and I talk about this all the time. Like, not everything's going to hit all the time. And, like, if something doesn't hit for you, like, for us, it's not, like, it's nothing bad. It's just, like, this didn't work. We're still going to, like, support them and love them. And we're always looking forward to, like, the next thing the next they one. do. Right. Absolutely. It's, as a whole, like, they're very good. Mm-hmm. So. And, like, some of, like, some of the embellishments, like, some of the costuming was really, really pretty. But, you know, just, like, the weird lighting, like, the way they cut in and out, those white out, like, I love the white outfits with, like, the flower crowns and stuff like that. But you don't really see it, which to me, it's always such a miss. Because (laughs) those pieces were so pretty. Yeah. But, yeah. So. Was it Erase Me or same scent when they were in the water but they were wearing dark outfits with like a dark background and we were so sad because they're Ugh. really pretty outfits yeah i know every single music video every single time <laughs> like, why i know <laughs> yeah no the styling was good some of it was questionable but <clears throat> most of it was good yeah um <laughs> Lido's strappy sides mm-hmm. that was unexpected um not surprised mm-hmm. it is Lido, but right the glitter was interesting again random mm-hmm. but yeah it's fine <laughs> i could have like i could have like skipped the glitter and did more water shots but yeah but again like the glitter on the floor the glitter on his arm his shiny shirt it was just too much (laughs) you know it's just like where do you look everywhere you look it's this you know this is the thing those special effects like those are supposed to like give you a peak of interest, right? But when they're all over the whole entire screen, nothing is special anymore. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, like, <clears throat> less is more. Well, that is not the K-pop way. I know. In K-pop, it's always more is more is more is more. I so disagree. Uh, well, me too. There's so much happening. It's just... I just Refrain. can't. Yeah. <laughs> It's too much. Yeah. Honestly, I could probably be fine with everything you just said if the camera wasn't always doing the zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out. Right. Like, tight and then out and then tight. It's like, ah. Oh, right. It's too much. You're either blinded or you see nothing. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing in between. Yes. It's totally true. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. Um, I still like the stages. Like the stages oh, yeah. with just the choreography is always yeah. awesome. The studio room was really good. Was it? Oh. Yeah. That's B original, right? I, I don't thing? know. <clears throat> I 
don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, yeah, Studio Troom is the original. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are always well done. <gasps> this looks so pretty. Sorry. <laughs> there's, there's a um, tutorial for how to do the dance mm-hmm. for Bella Camigo. Mm-hmm. And the stained glass is so beautiful. The stained glass, it's oh. amazing. And they, the, I just don't think they used it. They, I don't think they took full advantage of it. No. So. They did in a weird way, in my opinion. Right. Meaning the coloration was weird. <laughs> or just too cool. There's just, they could have done, like, the yellow was kind of harsh. Mm-hmm. But. Anyway. The stages are beautiful. Like, you know, they're out promoting. They're doing really well. So, it's all good. Yes. There's a lot. There's a lot to uh, take in. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to appreciate. There's a lot to appreciate with the album. And now I think they're they're two weeks into promotions, right? So they're going to be yeah. done. And then, yeah, in a couple weeks, they're going to start their tour. Europe. Yeah. Yep. Booked and busy. Absolutely. <laughs> so shall we talk about 50-50? Oh, let's talk about 50-50. I don't even know what, like, I don't even know what to say at this point. I don't even know what to say. It is a wild roller coaster. Well, I think last time we talked about them on the podcast was they were, the lawsuit just started. And at that point, they were going into mediation, which then the members said that they were not at all interested in mediation. And then it kind of went to a judge. And then yeah. the judge kind of like rejected their request to leave a tract. So yep. that's sort of like, I think that was back in August when that happened. And subsequent to that, it just like, the track people were suing the givers and you know there was like a tv expose kind of thing that was released oh and then that had a weird fallout like some i don't even know what really happened then they pulled it off the air and then a track like sued whoever put the you know who did sort of like this little like behind the scenes or expose or newsreel, whatever it was presented as. Like they were basically were like, you were manipulating, you were not telling the truth. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be like presenting the facts, but it was very like, they thought it was very one-sided. So, I mean, it's just been, this has been going on since May. How has this been going on? This has been going on for months and months and months. You look at my notes. So, 
And then today, you know, yesterday the members basically were like, the only resolution is for us to get out of our contract and leave a, a tract. And part of it was, you know, the one of the things that the girls were very upset about is the accounting of all the expenses because one of the things that came about in this lawsuit is the company basically saying that like we spent like five billion won which is about what 3.5 million us dollars on creating fostering the group like promotions and all this stuff and this is why the members haven't been paid <clears throat> But then the members asked for a clear accounting and they didn't get a clear accounting or they thought the numbers were overinflated. But then some of those numbers were numbers given to attract by the givers. I mean, it was just so incredibly messy. Um, but today, the members came out and basically put on record as to why they have no, like, there is no moving forward with their existing agency. And basically, they came out to sort of, like, talk about the things, the really, I guess at this point, negligent things that the company have done to sort of force the girls' hands and... They release medical records. They release personal accounts detailing all the sort of like personal sufferings that they've gone through, um, how the company has really jeopardized their mental, emotional, and physical well-being. So this is sort of where we're at, where the members have disclosed their medical records and medical history um, to really highlight what they've gone through. And this kind of like went back to pre-debut. It's crazy. It's, I don't know what, I don't know how they're going to move forward. Uh, I don't know either, like unless they can find some other way to fight it and get out of their contract i don't yeah i don't know how like i don't know what would be the legal next move so i mean or at this what, point what happens like correct they break their contracts and then they owe a crazy amount of money or like i don't know i I don't know how you actually break the contract at this point because I don't know if they could legally, like, I don't know any company that would legally sign them. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if a company will try to sign them at this point. So. um, Well, no, because there's such heated controversy Correct. around them like no one's gonna be able to touch them even if they wanted to right i mean unless you had nothing to lose well i think uh, it's really like it's just really heartbreaking that we've gotten to this point um yeah. 
I think it's really at this point unfathomable. Like if you read what they released, it is really heartbreaking. We're talking about all sorts of like really just like gross neglect and they're young girls you know they're not adults who could speak for themselves basically their management in their company became their guardians and their guardians were basically ignoring really terrible health problems the girls were having you know perpetuating just like this really toxic horrifying scary environment and I do feel like they're maybe they feel like there is nowhere else for them to go for them to release all this medical and personal information, which I'm sure it's very, very hard for anyone to put in the public eye. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's the court of public opinion, then there's the actual legal system. So I don't know if this is their, you know, I don't know what, I don't know how this is going to change things. I think this will definitely change public opinion, but I don't know if this is going to be, like, I don't know if all of a sudden a track is going to be like, okay, fine, we're just going to let you go. We're just going to nullify your contract and we're just going to part ways. I mean, I don't, I... I don't understand it because there's four girls. They, if they can't get out of the contract and assuming Attract is just going to like hang on to them but not doing, do anything with them. Um, Because they're talking about making another group. Oh, they're debuting another group next year, they said. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I don't know what that means for the girls. It's just weird that they would just sit there idly for years. It just they have to they have to take care of them. They have to feed them. They have to house them. I just don't see what good would come of that. So in my mind, they're gonna want them to make music, I guess, right? But I see. I don't know how this is all gonna happen. Because technically, um, technically, I like I don't. This is very confusing to me because technically they're just on a hiatus, right? Because they sue the company, and then the law, the court says no, you can't leave. So I don't know if this is. Final, or they're in some sort of legal limbo. But I mean, the girls are very adamant that they cannot continue with Attract at all. Like, they have no intentions of reconciling. They have no intentions of working with them. They have no intentions. Once you've signed a contract, I don't understand. Like, I understand that's how you feel. And they're 100% warranted in it. But that still doesn't change the fact that you have a legally binding contract with this company. Well, but I think they're trying to say that the co- the company breached its contract. The company has not been up, have not have transparency over 
their income. The parent, the company right. has not provided accurate accounting. The, the company has neglected them. The company has been negligent in their care. So, so my question is, they went to court, right? Yes, they filed an emergency. I believe they filed like an emergency injunction. Just now? This is, no, this is back in June. I think originally that was the filing. Was okay. they filed for like basically an emergency injunction saying that we can no longer work with them. Would you step in and basically allow us to leave? And um, the court said no. Correct. Because so the I court guess, wanted them to go to mediation. They were I like, guess, we're not interested in mediation. The only thing we're interested in is to leave the company. Well, would mediation be where they would show that there's proof that they were being neglected and like, you well, know, I guess, surgeries weren't being well, made? Well, it never got to that point because they never actually part, they never actually entered into mediation. Well, I don't think that have? process ever started. No, because a mediation is to come to an agreement. The girls are not going to come to an agreement. They don't. They just want to leave. Because I think once you enter mediation, that is final. Like if okay. the mediators say like, oh, you can't leave. I believe that is final. Like you can't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So... <laughs> I'm not well versed in the law. Neither, well, neither <laughs> am I, and it's also like the Korean court system. So yeah. I'm assuming they're disclosing this to get ready for another legal battle because they have to sue to get out of their contract. So I think they're just going to continue to plead their case, and you know, maybe when they filed, it was basically you know, the company was not being honest with how they spent the money or yeah. where the money was going and inflating their expenses. And now maybe they, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe now they have a case to say that the company was fully negligent when it comes to the health and well-being and safety of the members and was forcing them to perform or forcing them to not get proper medical treatment i mean so i would assume they're ramping up for another round of legal battles i mean I, i'm assuming I mean, they have a like a legal team i would think so so, yeah, I mean, I just feel incredibly bad because they were on this crazy like trajectory. They were becoming so incredibly, incredibly popular. They were doing amazing numbers. They were like all these things were happening. And then like seriously, at the height of their popularity, like everything kind of stopped and you're literally rookies. And now your whole entire professional career is at a standstill. And it's got to be so frustrating and scary for the members. And I just feel like there's 
so much we still don't know what happened i don't know if we'll ever know but like i just don't know what would happen to them because this court cases could drag out for a really long time or i just honestly i don't know what's going to happen to them yeah i don't know either because they're also not obviously making an income I'm sure well, the company, I don't know if the company's still paying them because technically they're still on the company's payroll. Well, they should still be getting money for fifth or for um, Cupid. Cupid. Yeah. I mean, that's still getting plays to this day. So, but then there's the whole pay payout of and how does all that work with the givers and blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, like, how much do the girls really make off that? It's well, I really think that was say. part of it was yeah. the girls were basically saying that, like, we're blowing pennies. up all over the world. We're not getting paid. Right. But then there was that whole thing with, like, the guy from The Givers who somehow, quote unquote, swindled his way into getting the rights to the song. So. Right. Because at one point, the Korean, um, I think, Copyright Association basically was like, we're not paying out any, like, royalties right now until it's figured out whether or not he, like, forged somebody else's signature to gain the rights. Yeah. Dude, it's so complicated. It's so complicated. This is, like, not how money, this is not how, um music company should be well (laughs) but like this is a prime example of the kind of company you probably shouldn't sign to no offense like it's not the girl's fault um many many idols fall prey to that it's just sometimes you don't know until it's too late right you know they will promise you everything but that doesn't mean that's what's going to get delivered. Right. And as you can see in this case, it is complicated as fuck with who is involved and all right. that. It's not simple. Well, and I think this is part of the problem that the girls were having was like, we signed with Attract and then Attract basically parceled us out mm. to like this other company that, yeah. you know... Then they became the parties that were responsible for the girls' like daily lives and whether or not they were relaying these messages back to Attract. But at the end of the day, Attract is their label. So Attract ultimately is the people responsible. Even yes. if you parcel out the girls' you know, management, daily management to a third party, ultimately you are responsible and liable for all of that. Yeah, absolutely. But at the end of the day, you know, the music stuff aside, these, and they publish doctor's notes and medical receipts. I mean, stuff like this just cannot be ignored. They're going to pay the price, I feel like. One way or the other, this is going to hurt them the most. Well, because uh, well, yeah. Attract's already interviewing or, you know, auditioning new people. I don't even know how any parent would. Uh, That's a good point, actually. (laughs) Like, unless you seriously are not in touch with 
current events in K-pop, and there, I'm sure there are parents like that. I would hope to God you could at least open Google and type in a tract. <laughs> oh my God! I you will see firsthand. Right. You know? Ah, it's so it's so sad. I'm yeah. like it's. Yeah, I hope there's some resolution soon because, you know, K-pop, it's very of the moment. Tomorrow, someone bigger, better, greater, more influence, bigger fan base, more popular could pop on the radar and they'll go viral and, you know, you're yesterday's news. Yeah. Definitely. There's so, so many groups out there. It's crazy. You know what else is crazy? This is how Korean entertainment system works. You know how, like, the members of Luna sued Blackberry to leave? Yeah. And they were granted? Blackberry is still suing them. Blackberry is not letting go. And that's why stuff like this, when I read about stuff like this, it's so batshit to me. It's crazy, though. They all won their lawsuits, so, like, what the fuck are they countersuing for? Because they still feel like they own the rights, and they did not mistreat the girls, and blah, blah, blah. But the court said otherwise. They're appealing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, this is the whole thing. Even if, you know, this is why, even though the court rejected its original injunction... The members will keep suing. And then the next round, honestly, if they win, a tracks could still appeal. So I don't... Oh, that's true. So, you know, maybe like at this point, the court of public opinion will sway so much that it will like shame a track to let go. I don't know. You know, people are still so. kind of like divided. Yeah. Because you don't know who to trust. Because, you know, what really makes this complicated is the involvement of the givers. Which, you know, the more you look into this, I feel like they are the party that kind of, like, caused a lot of these problems. Because a lot of, like, the issues that they're having somehow goes back to some party of the givers. So, it's very convoluted. It's just really, really sad. You know, and I, I feel really terrible for the girls because now they've lost half a year. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they went on hiatus. They went on hiatus back in May because they filed a lawsuit in June because they went, they went out on hiatus first. Then they filed the lawsuit. So, yeah, it's been five months. <clears throat> So, I don't know. Do you I think know. small companies like these, like, because um, BlackBerry wasn't big either, like, what, I don't remember how many. There was, like, two groups, right? Or, like, one? Yeah. I mean, we researched it. We were very confused. And then Attract doesn't really have anyone either, just 50-50. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, I wonder if that's, like, a red flag or not, because if you go to, like, 
the big groups or the big entertainment companies like SM, sometimes you stay there as a trainee for 10 years and you, know, right. you never get to debut because there's just so many people. Right. I'm wondering, like, what's a... <laughs> The lesser of the evil. Yeah. You know, what's the ideal (laughs) I I don't know if there's an ideal company. I think there's good and bad benefit and risk to everything. And everyone is different. You know? So, and honestly, 50-50 blowing up was such a phenomenon. Yeah. Dude, I was in the salon last week getting my hair done and Cupid played. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And that. that was part of the conversation was, did they pay for all the promotions? Did they go viral organically or was that paid for? Even so, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, does it? It does matter because that's where the accounting of the money comes from. I know, but like... It doesn't matter if you put thousands of dollars in if you're making millions off of it after. Yeah, but that I think that's part of it was the the they wanted the accounting of all the expenses. Yeah. Well, and this whole shell game that Attract likes to do is also really shady. You know, right. using another company of his to essentially like loan money. Correct. It's just, it, it's so convoluted. It's <laughs> so complicated. I feel like every company does that, you know. Probably. But when it starts involving people that should be getting paid. Of course. You know, then that starts, that's kind of wrong in my opinion. Dude, I mean, come on. Three members of EXO sued SM, the same time, you know, the girls sued Attract. They just, and it was over the same thing because they were saying that they were not getting a transparent accounting of all of their earnings and their expenses. It's happening all over. Right. I mean, we (laughs) we constantly hear about idols saying that, like, they don't make money. Yeah. And here's the thing, everyone, you know, especially in K-pop, when everyone talks about success when it comes to streaming, like, do people understand that, like, artists really don't make money off of streaming? No. (laughs) I don't think they do. Right. Like, literally, Spotify pays people the worst. Spotify is one of the most popular platforms out there. Exactly. Even Apple, I don't think probably probably is better, but it's still chunk you know, change. Yeah, I mean this is you know like I there it does always make me wonder: Are people making money? I hope everyone's making money. I hope all the artists are making money, but I don't know if we'll ever know. You know, I think it's a a good reminder to idols and artists that they really need to be um, in charge of their own stuff. Like, meaning, if you're not asking your managers to get you your reports, and if you're not on top of it, then you can't be naive and be like, well, I just assume they're doing the right thing. 
Right. Honestly, you have to do that for yourself. And but I don't honestly, know how Korea is, you know? Right. You hope everyone's honest. But here's right. the thing. This is something about 50-50 I think about a lot. When you look at really popular idols, right? If you look at the girls of Blackpink, if you look at the members of any big major group, um, they make so much of their money off of endorsements. The amount of endorsement opportunities that 50-50 has missed out on yeah, completely outweighs the amount of money they would have made on their music. They... They got so popular. They could be make. They could have been making so much money doing endorsements, but that comes with being super popular and trendy and hot in the moment. So now that they've been sort of like you know, in this limbo for the past five months, our companies who were so eager to work with them you know, back in the spring, will they still be eager to work with them when they do come back? And will they still pay them the kind of money that they would have paid when they were literally the most popular group, you know? Yeah. For weeks on end when they were like so hot and like, like literally being in the top 10 of radio play. Right. These are the things that like, sort of like I look at as like long-term ramifications is is that like they really because they really exploded overnight and they did not they just could not capitalize on it I think like I said earlier they're gonna pay the ultimate price no matter what because even if they can't get out of the contract and attract makes them continue on doing whatever I have learned from K-dramas that companies care very much about public opinion. So it depends on, you know, if people are rooting for them or not. I think that'll determine whether those big brands will come back with offers. Right. It might take some time, honestly, to get the, like, the brand reputation back. Right. Or maybe well, they're here, so hot. It well, didn't here's the other know. thing. I know they sued for their naming rights. So there's multiple lawsuits going on, right? right? They're suing to leave the company. They're suing for their name, the name of 5050. They're suing for their individual, like, brands, yeah. performer names. So who knows if they get to keep 5050? That's true. This is definite. This has been going on so much longer than I anticipated. And I just really hope some sort of resolution happens soon. I hope they can get released from their contracts. Me too. I don't know how they could keep like I just I just don't know how they could stay there and move forward. It, it just seems like it would be impossible to do. Like, it doesn't even, it wouldn't even make sense. Yeah, I don't know. So. I mean, there's plenty of people who weren't able to get out of their contracts and had to stay. Ugh. 
I can't even imagine. I don't know. But this is very, this is very contentious. This is very, very contentious. I think it's an important case because I'm sure this stuff happens all the time. Yes. Agreed. And it's just covered up and no one talks about it. Oh, I'm sure. And, and it's, this is not gonna like this is not like K-pop's going anywhere. It's just getting more prolific. Correct. And because it's getting more prolific, it's getting bigger, and everybody wants a piece of it. And yeah. you know, people tend to not make the best decisions because they want the fame, they want the opportunity, they're willing to sacrifice everything. Correct. Yeah. So. Ugh, so sad. <laughs> don't audition for a Trax new group. If anyone's listening, don't do it. Listen, I know I don't have kids, so, you know, it's moot for me to say this. I would never. I just would never. And this is why, honestly, stuff like this will never happen in the U.S. Child labor laws alone <laughs> will prevent you from doing shit like this. I'm sure we'd find a way around it, but you're right. It's harder. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's really... I don't think we will truly understand how dark the K-pop world is. Yeah. It's all glitz and glamour and beautiful people and good music, but underneath it... There is a dark side. I th- we all I think, just choose to ignore it. <laughs> I think people know there's a dark side, but I think none of us could ever fathom how bad it really is. Nope. Yeah. Honestly. I know. It's very sad. I feel like the entertainment industry is just really tough, period. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is like, I feel like K-pop takes it to a whole different level. I mean, think about it. This year alone, the things we've covered, it's nauseating from what happened with, um, oh, God. Who's the group? It just like I literally just oh. thought about them. Um, yeah. Spire. Who was it? <laughs> Omega X. Omega X. Yeah. You know, like to what happened with Blackberry and Girls of Luna, and now Fifty Fifty, and these are people who've debuted. Think about it. These are people yeah. who've debuted. I mean, right. The amount of abuse and atrocities that's happening for like people that have not debuted or smaller companies or just smaller groups we've never heard of. I mean, it just, yeah, it's bad. And honestly, it's probably also bad in big companies. You know, yeah. when idols talk about like, you know, I forgot. I think it was a member of, oh. I forgot what group it was. They were saying on a live, like, oh, I gained, like, 
five pounds when I was on tour and the my company freaked out. It's like really? Yeah. Recently? Or in the past? Yes. Really? No, it was recently. It was like within the last week. That's so. fucking crazy. And it five was a pounds it was like a boy weight. group. It was a boy <gasps> group member. I thought yeah. it would be a girl group no. for sure. No. Wow. It was either a member of, I want to say it was, I think it was a Is member of Inhypen. Yeah. Because yeah. they just wrapped their tour up. Yeah. It was, yeah. So. That's. I want to say it's them. I could be wrong. But I think it was a member of Inhypen. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, I know it's rough. Like, when the member of Twice is either Momo or Sana. Like, was eating ice mm-hmm. to try to, like, lose weight to, yep. for the weigh-in. And it's just heartbreaking. And Jackson would go and get them, like, food and sneak yep. it in. <laughs> I mean, you hear about this. Like, I forgot yeah. what girl group, like, um, Banchan was, like, I was giving them, like, oh, that- my vouchers for the food. Because, like, the company wouldn't give them enough food vouchers to, like, eat. <laughs> I mean, right. what the fuck? Yeah, it was it was him, not Jackson. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like sad. And I know that was a while ago, so I'm I'm kind of hoping the younger groups aren't being subjected to such harsh treatment. But I'm sure I'm they sure are. they are. I I mean, as I just I can't imagine that like, you know, in in an aspect they're probably having it better, but like as K-pop get bigger and more global and more in the public eye people tend to be much more critical yeah you know this is why they're you know this is probably also a reason why they're debuting people younger and younger and younger because it's much easier to control them to influence them it's really scary though i've always said that control a 14 year old i've always said this to you i accidentally got into k-pop the more i learn about k-pop the more i want to get the fuck out because i really don't want to be a part of this world because it's so toxic in so many levels and just dangerous and this really you know becomes problematic when you know you don't debut or you work your you know your whole entire life this is all you do and then when your contracts are over, you, you know, your group decides to go on a permanent hiatus. Like, you're right. completely unequipped to do anything. You can't adjust to normal life. You don't know how to function. You have no real life skills to hold a job. I mean, it's just... And if you continue on in this life, you could never have a normal life. Yeah. It's just so bad all the way around. <sighs> I don't know. I agree. And I know that, like, being a part of it is kind of like, uh, kind of like acknowledging it in some way. You know, like, you're a part of the problem. But I just always kind of keep things at face value because... right. I enjoyed the music so much. Like, for the past three-plus years, 
Um, I still listen to, like, you know, Western stuff, too, but mm-hmm. it is predominantly all K-pop. Really? <laughs> and I've learned so, or I've discovered so many artists. Right. Yeah, I feel like 90% of it right now, and then I have some, like, sprinkling of American artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I can't imagine, I mean, I guess you could listen to it without being in the fandom stuff. Right. But in that way, I suppose you're still supporting the machine, so I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I think you could still enjoy it, but you can't be oblivious to all the bad stuff that happens. I think there are people that are just refused to believe that there's a darker side of K-pop. I think that's what makes it bad. I think as a consumer, you should be educated. Yes. You know, just like how you buy certain products or not. Right. You know, like, oh, this company's not good, so therefore I'm going to buy a different product. Right. I mean, Um, I've never, you know, I've always been really honest. I've been honest, you know, I've always said this to you. I don't, like, I won't really, like, get to know other groups the way, like, I do with the Mazdas because... I feel like I'm like so emotionally invested in them. I can't do that with other groups. The masters are grown men. They've already into, you know, they're going into their 30s. They're enlisted in military. They have other stuff going on. If this is all they do is K-pop and being members of Master X and being held under like Starship's thumb and they were like young, I don't think I could do this with them. Because I feel like the monsters themselves have been like kind of like outspoken about things they want to do in life. I feel like they have a lot of control over their career and their own, you know, the way they make money. They have a lot of stuff going on outside of just like their group activities. That actually makes me feel so much better that their whole entire livelihood and their whole entire life is not completely encased in monster acts because that's what makes it you know when everything is tied together where you have no outlets you don't interact with other people you don't have friends you don't have freedom you know everything it's so like boxed in it makes it so much easier for your company to abuse you to take advantage of you to kind of like limit what you do because you know they're holding the purse strings. And this is why, like, I won't ever get involved with any younger groups because I just, knowing what I know, it makes it makes my blood boil. I just can't do it. Yeah. I feel, I feel that. Yeah. Like, if I get into younger groups, it's just, like, for the music. For the music. Basically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we were just like, talking might... about Zero Base One. I yeah. love their music, but I'm not going to, like, learn anything about them. No. No. <laughs> yeah. No, their album, their album is really good. Like, whoever it really produced is. it is. Yeah. Um, you know, they did a really good job. I was very surprised. But they are a temporary group, though, right? or is it a permanent wait is no maybe it's the permanent (laughs) one i don't know dude you could be right because i i didn't know for the longest time that there was such a thing as temporary groups like i know kepler right even though they're rumored about um 
they're gonna they're gonna try extend. to renew right extend yeah. yeah it's just confusing yeah 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 no i take it back about zero base one they are like <laughs> it's, it's just okay. they're from um they're from a reality competition so it is yeah, a permanent they're from group. the boys planet planet correct so. There is another group I found called Nine Eye. Oh. I really like them too. That was really random. Oh, I don't know them. Um they have some good music on Spotify. Okay. It's a ten member boy group oh, under First One Entertainment. Okay. I don't know how they formed. I didn't even know they were a thing. It just popped up on <laughs> Spotify and I listened and went, ooh, I like this. <laughs> um, I think Zero Base One is having a comeback in November. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. Because I like I liked that album. It was really good. Mm-hmm. The new kids on the block though, I was like, what is this? <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> right. <clears throat> How dare I mean, they're you young. use those words? <laughs> yeah. They're young. But I love how they put a Z in the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a there's like a notorious mom baby in Zero Base One. Oh really? Yep. I might have known that at one point, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that info like comes and goes so quickly. I know. And I and already I... know too much about Ricky and I want to unlearn oh, everything I know about him. Ricky. Yes. Yes. Ricky, his fucking fox eye eyeliner, whatever the fuck he was, I don't even know. Beautiful. <laughs> That's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, he's too. It's young, a very beautiful group. Yes. Yeah. Baby. It's so funny though watching them on Boys Planet. Yeah. Because like all of them, you're just like, what the hell is happening? You know, in the beginning, they make it sound like none of them can sing or dance. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, here they are, putting out a really polished album. Yeah. It's funny. Is that Mnet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mnet. <laughs> Ricky is born in 2004. He's oh. 19. He just turned 19. Yeah. <clears throat> he could totally sell cosmetics, though, and, like, all sorts of shit. He's yes. very pretty. Very pretty. <clears throat> and tall pretty and tall is he tall six foot i think he's like six feet tall yeah <clears throat> so yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> should we talk about our military men <laughs> sure why not <laughs> shall we pivot to the less sad <laughs> yeah More let's do it joyful um it's just really sad that like our men are third gen like zero base one is like fifth gen are they oh. is there an actual fifth gen now i think this is like yeah i think the i mean th- yeah the beginning of fifth gen i mean i just, never know it's crazy it's it crazy. crazy i thought fourth gen was insane well it's because so i insane. think it was every five years right is there a method to it? I I mean, that's sort of how I look at it. <laughs> well, because that's how they name, like, 
so we're talking about um what is it called the ground forces festival that happened this past weekend yes um and then they were talking about all the third gen idols that like performed together making them sound like a bunch of old men which i mean in k-pop like in k-pop they're debuting people who are like literally 14 15 yeah 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 i mean it's crazy (laughs) it's crazy when you think about it i I like them a little older and sophisticated and beefy like, I'm going to have to probably get into 2 p.m. at some point. <laughs> oh, I love 2 p.m. Because at least, like, they're out of the military. They're oh, yeah, they're old. They're, they're old men. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're second gen. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, when I realized um, I was the same age as, like, Super Junior, I was like, oh, <laughs> Ugh. Oh, right. Shit. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Well, it's just funny because like a bunch of the third gen K-pop idols got together while doing their military services and like they're all part of the military band and they kind of like did performances all throughout the weekend and it was really really fun because our favorite was there Minhyuk from Asa <laughs> X and then Jin Young from GOT7 two ex-members of 101 there was a member from Golden Child and then a member from One We right yep Young Young Hoon yeah so it was really fun it was they like performed each other's songs they did shootout from the monsters heart carry from got seven (laughs) and energetic um from 101 and then they cover like some really popular like they did fast forward and then they did super shy and they just like this festival lasted for what four days five days uh was it that long At least it was three. like yeah three four days because every day i open up twitter i was like is this new i'm like this <laughs> is from today there's more <laughs> shit it was great it was good to see them interact because we don't really ever see like members interacting with other groups or like you know them performing to each other's songs they all yeah. looked really really happy they all looked very handsome in their uniforms. And, yes. um, yeah. And I feel like every time we see Minhyuk, it gets like a new, bigger, better. New human. <laughs> human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't Jane even know what's happening. And goes, Is this photoshopped? <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring, zooming, going, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I just think these shirts, they're, like, form-fitting and not at the same time. Right. (laughs) It does weird things optically. I mean, yeah. They all looked very handsome, very mature. Yes. 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 Um, Who knew knew? I needed that? 
Yeah. Again, like this military glow up looks good on men for sure. <laughs> wow, who did the flip? What the fuck? Well, I, I don't know who these. did the flip. Yeah. I, <laughs> <clears throat> I haven't I mean, like I've only seen the crazy random clips. I haven't seen anything in full. Right. And it was really interesting because at the beginning I thought this was like a military thing but then there were like civilians that were there yeah yeah. because there were tons of like fans from like all fandoms that were there so they did interactions on stage or something no seriously let me are you sure about the wrong thing i thought i read that somewhere wow Okay, now it's not an. It's not. I don't know where I got that from. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a lie. <laughs> I swear to God, I was. I'm looking. You know, I put in Ground Forces Festival and. Right. I swore I saw a number, but now I'm not. Wow. I'm seeing it. I don't oh, know. Wait, maybe it was this one. Uh I don't know how many people came, but... Free to the public. The event has enjoyed great popularity in the past. Oh, in the past. Drawing over 1 million people each of the last two years. Wow. An estimated 1.3 million people are expected to attend this year. Come on. Wow. That's crazy. Well, they looked very happy dancing on stage and singing and they did a lot of interactions with fans yes they did is that where they're doing all the selfies yes i was so (laughs) like i was very confused yet again like i seriously thought it was like a military event i did not know it was open to the public that's what was like really surprised (laughs) i was like who are like all the fans all the fan sites were there it was so like, funny. It was that funny. Clip that Shauna sent was hilarious. Like, oh, like yeah. him trying to get close to her <laughs> to take the selfie, but it was like the it was just too awkward, and he was trying to like you know not touch her, and then right. she fumbled and she like almost touched him, <laughs> and you see him like react. <laughs> so it was just funny. funny, and the crowd, the crowd's just going, ooh, I yeah. know. <laughs> I was dying. So many cute interactions. I, they, you know, it, it's great for us to be able to see our faves enlisted. Um, But no one is having a better time in the military than Minhyuk. (laughs) That man is never coming back. Him and Juhan so far. Uh, I'm just living their best lives. <laughs> I don't know. Juhan is like, didn't he, isn't he like, like a drill so, sergeant now? So I don't know how much more fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he'll still have fun. I know. He's Juhan. I know. Even when they're learning serious choreo, he's still joking around. That's true. <laughs> no, like all of our, like everyone's thriving. Kiki, I think, is joining the band. Well, I think he's still in basic training, right? I don't think he's done with basic training yet. Is he done? Oh, he did graduate. Didn't he? Yeah. 
but he's joining the band, so maybe we'll see him the way Wait, he we'll is. See yeah, I Since think he when? got. A, I think I got my information from Twitter, so <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. But well, I, I think we we're talking about it, and we didn't. Yeah, know, I think he said. Okay. I think somebody said like he is joining the military band. Okay. I mean, so, I would see him being in the military band, but I, you never know. Yeah, I know. I was like, I thought maybe he was gonna go a serious route, and that's okay. Yeah, I, I was just a little um, sad. <laughs> I'm a little sad that Juhan is not in the military band. <laughs> or maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Shit. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting everything all mixed up. <laughs> well, because there's three of them enlisted right now. So. And it was like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And I was I like, know. no. I know. <laughs> no, thank you. I know. I think pretty soon there'll be a fourth. So. Ugh. I know. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's listen. Okay. We'll be okay. They're all thriving. No they one are. looks happier than the monsters in the military. That's for sure. I agree. 100% really listen and I'm happy for them I'm happy for them because you know we talk about this all the time military is actually good they probably for the first time in their adult lives they have re- a regular schedule they could get you know enough sleep regular meals doing the day-to-day I think it's a nice it's probably a nice break for them yeah. Like, Minhook's just, like, hang out with all of his friends. <laughs> <laughs> so. Just a different setting. It really is. You know, for as much as you think, like, military would be, like, very, like, regimented and hard. I'm like, for idols, this is probably, you know, a breeze. <clears throat> yeah. But, um. That so, is yeah. true. Yeah. Who knew he would look so good in just a plain black t-shirt and dog tags? That I was not prepared for. <laughs> <laughs> that came across on my on my Twitter and I was like, excuse me, what is this? Who knew basic white t-shirts and basic black t-shirts can be so fucking hot? Yeah. On the right people. <laughs> True. The right fit too. Like it can't be sloppy. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I mean, maybe it could on a certain human. <laughs> right. I mean, I just, yeah. I, I don't, like, honestly, I feel like every time Minho comes out, he goes viral for his looks. And yeah. It's just like, what is happening? Well, like I said to you in the text, like, I didn't think he would pull off the hair. Right. As well, like, obviously he's... Minhyuk is, like, a model to me. He, he's right. beautiful. So it's not right. surprising that he can pull it off. I just didn't know. How Some well people, he was going to pull it off. Right. Yeah. So when he starts styling it a little and he's got that black shirt and the fit, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Ugh, so nice funny. Surprise. It was a very nice surprise. It was a good weekend to be a third gen K-pop <laughs> fan for sure. 100%. Yeah. And like, it's I'm happy. I'm There's so, so many happy. people in that group I like. So and happy. The MC. Yeah. So happy. And it's so interesting because I don't even know how 
when was the like first time I heard energetic? It just really liked the song and I never seen the choreo, so it's really fun. It was just like one of those things I never really looked into 101. Like I like some of their songs. I think I I think it must have been on like a Spotify playlist somewhere. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I really like the song. I just added it. I never really looked at who like sang it until maybe a couple months ago. I was like listening to it. I was like, I really like the song. I'm like, who sings this? I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, it's one of those temporary groups. I'm like, oh, it's one of those groups that's no longer together. So I never really looked into them. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's then true. at rehearsal, someone was like posted clips where I was like, wait a second, this sounds so familiar. <laughs> I was like, I love this song. And I didn't realize two members were there. And of course, Aww. like, yeah. And I really like Jin Young from like uh, Seven. And I really mm-hmm. like Har Carey. So like, it was just really yeah. fun to see all of them together, like just like laughing and having fun and like, you know, like their like interactions like between all like everybody on stage was really fun it's just like you could see they're like kind of close you know it's very like casual no one is like awkward correct (laughs) and god they just like they all smiled so big so you know what's funny is there's side-by-side comparison of minyuk during shootout yeah back in the day and then minyuk in this shootout yes the military has blessed those bouncing titties. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh my god, did you see Jin Young? No. Oh, you need, you, to go, <laughs> you need to go watch Jin Young. It's good. It's uh, really good. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, I mean Minyuk always tried his best back in the day to do Right. Move, I mean, he's like a different person. Yeah. This 100%. year, though, like, I feel like this year, Minhyuk, like, the maturity hit him hard. <laughs> I said, I think I, for, I think I said it to Shauna. I'm like, that singles magazine was like a warning. <laughs> right? That's, it kind of like yeah. started with that. I feel like that was like. That's true. That was like really shocking for us. We're <laughs> like, where did those, like, because he just started working out this year, like. Before military, we're like, oh my god, like, because... Where did those arms come from? Yeah, we're like, where did those (laughs) arms come from? And then, like, he joined the military, then he looked like he lost weight. And then all of a sudden, at, like, fan con, we're like, what the hell? You know, he was kind of, like, getting bigger. And then I think he looked like he got bigger from fan con. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if it's just the clothes or if it's both. I don't know. But he looks... Because he's always had a broad oh right and stuff. right, but it looks like he's gaining more <clears throat> muscle. Yeah, becoming sturdier. Ah, uh, yes. Sturdy looks really hot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> agreed. And it's funny yes. because I'm like, this is probably why he never worked out before. Like. You know, it's really kind of funny. I think about this. I was like, this is actually like whether or not this is part of his plan or not. I'm like, this is actually like the perfect time to have this like amazing transformation. Right. Like in the military that like you kind of like think about it. He keeps on fucking going viral. Like, yeah, he went viral when he went shopping at Olive Young. Then he went (laughs) viral at like FanCon. Now this is like every single time he looks different. 
Um, so I'm like, yeah, like by the time he comes out, like his popularity will still probably be he will be as popular, if not more, than when he enlisted. And that's pretty good, that's, honestly. Yeah, I think that will set him up for like, yeah. you know, endorsements and photo shoots and hosting gigs and all the things that he's done before. So I'm excited. Think about how Shonu was not able to be active like that due to the nature of the... Right, of his know. service, yeah. Yeah. But he came out of the army, like... I know. Endorsements galore. Right. And fashions, fashion shows and all that. Right. So I can only imagine yeah. what it will be like for men. Listen, he better <laughs> go... He, I need him to go into acting after military. I mean, I think he'd be good at it. I think he'd be really good at it. And yeah. I need him to play like a hot villain. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I think he'd be really good at it. I think it would be something like unexpected. I think people will want him to play like the like funny best friend or like the romantic lead. I'm like, no, hot villain. <laughs> Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. So, he has a yeah. lot of chaotic energy. He'd be really yeah. good. And he, he is so good at giving smoldering looks. Correct. <laughs> Some of his photo oh. shoots where he turns it on, like there's like this like slight darkness that comes through. It's very attractive. That's why I think he'd be really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we shall see. Have you been watching Kyung Won's um, travel show? No, that too. But no, the his drama. No, <clears throat> I haven't either. It's on. It's on Vicky. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to drop all of it. I think there's only two more episodes. Okay. Yeah, I get. You. I think it's. I think it's only ten episodes altogether. I have been meaning to watch this travel show or whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> I just haven't yet. I just have, don't have time. And the time I've had has been binge watching Destined with You. Oh. I'm obsessed. I'm, yeah, I have not watched that. Mama Go just aired its last episode. Oh, yeah. It's I'm very on that sad. Too. I'm so behind, but I will catch up when, yeah. you know. When they're they're on a hiatus, which is <laughs> coming, yeah, yeah. So, you know what's funny is I keep watching Rowoon. Yeah, I keep dreaming of Weeyoung oh. and Yo Taeyong, of course. Oh, too. Oh, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Where are these? Where are they coming from? Oh, they are all over my TikTok. Maybe that's yes, it. not TikTok, Twitter. <clears throat> well, they just Fine. had a uh, fan con. They did. Yes. Yeah. Which and I would have loved to watch. Because they, they were complaining. Was it on a they're... Monday? Yes. It was like on a weeknight. <sighs> like, I don't like, even ugh. understand that. I At know. like three in the morning. I was like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> that's not going to happen. They were, Fantasy was complaining to FNC because... They're offering FanCon, but they were not offering any streaming services at the time. Oh. So I guess enough, they must have heard, because enough people must have said something. Right. And then they offered it. But then, yeah, it was like, 
depending on where you are in the world. Right. (laughs) It was a very inconvenient time. Yeah. Boo. It is boo. But I hope they, it looked like they had a ton of fun. They did. I'm sure Fantasy loved it. Oh, seeing Youngbin and um, Insong. Yeah. Seeing him do those songs. Yeah. And Jamie was like at the concert. Oh, was he? Yeah, Aww. I think I saw. Yeah. That's so cute. It's very cute. Did Were you the one that told me that somebody said they're going to have an album in January? Yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> and so Dewan that's exciting. Is going to enlist, he thinks, around March. Oh, God. It's just like. <laughs> I know. We picked the wrong groups. <laughs> I just. Yeah, but like. Right groups, wrong time. No, right groups, right time. <laughs> right groups, right time. Because, yeah, we're not going any younger. <laughs> no, no. I don't want to anyway. I mean, yeah. I, Oneness was great to see. Yeah. We're younger, but still. like Right. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, military life continues. So hopefully Indeed. we'll see more. Idol interactions and the military band. Maybe we'll see Kiki one day. Yes. Which is also funny because I'm like, do you have to play an instrument to be in the band? Because remember when Minho came out playing the saxophone? I almost broke. I was like, what is happening? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Insung and Youngbin, I don't think, ever played an instrument that I No, I think they both played the saxophone. They did? I want to say yes. (laughs) Or at least one of them did. I could swear one of at least one of them played the saxophone, if not both. You could be right. I feel like I looked this up and I was like very curious how all these idols I knew played the saxophone like all of a sudden. Well, according to Twitter, you're right on Youngbin. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know if you have to play an instrument because I was like, oh, what is Kiki going to play? Or, like, is singing good enough for him? Right. I was like, if like he, can't your voice be the instrument? I don't know. But if he comes out playing the saxophone, I'm just going to be like, what the hell? Well, the one Twitter made it sound like um, Young Ben was assigned. But maybe not. I don't know. It's all oh, interesting. So, yeah, that's what we know. And then um, Dawn, like, enlisted with a one-day oh, yeah. notice. I don't know. I need notice. I, I do not want to be surprised by my fave just, like, enlisting or telling me they're, like, on their way to enlistment. It's too much. I, I can see it both ways. I mean... Everyone that I've seen have at least given some some notice. Right. Um, but there's kind of some something to be said about not having to lament for like a month. Listen, when you they might- not when <laughs> Juha made the announcement, I think we can you imagine if he was just like out of the blue? Out. We were not expecting <laughs> like 
Yeah. I'm enlisting today. Well, that's I what can't even one imagine. Of them did. did he prepare? Like, did he say? I, I feel like. He did. He... <clears throat> Why do I, I feel like he gave us notice? I don't think he just dipped one day and said, I'm enlisting today. I feel like he did because he wanted it private. That's why there's no pictures. There's no nothing. Even yeah, when I, all the monsters said they wanted it private, there's still pictures. I, I, I don't know. know. I could be wrong. But I could have swore we knew when he was going in. It wasn't just like, I'm enlisting tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know either. But then there were the talks because he did. Um, he's doing civil service that he might not have to do. Like maybe he didn't do basic training yet. Maybe he's not doing basic training until the end. That's why there's no photos. For who? Wano. Man, I really have no idea. I'm probably just pulling shit out of my ass. Sorry. <laughs> I will take it back, weenie. <laughs> Why? We knew. I think we knew. I don't, I don't remember anything. I don't think it was out of the blue. I don't know. Maybe I'm in denial. <laughs> There's been so many enlistments this year. Kendra, I just, I cannot. Yeah, I know. It's been insane. Yeah. I don't even know. It literally, like, and it's so weird because we've been seeing Minhyuk, like, periodically. So he's been gone for six months, right? Because he enlisted in April. Juhan, like, enlisted in July. He feels like, I feel like he's been gone for, like, five years. <laughs> yeah, it's been And, like... Kiki's been gone. I think he enlisted in September, which is like, has he even, even been in for like a month? Maybe like, oh no, I think he enlisted in August. So like less than two months. And I was like, that man's been gone for years. I don't even understand how time works anymore. November 15th, they announced that Wonho would be enlisting December <clears throat> 5th. So I'm right. just... Yeah. I've just lost all sense of everything. <laughs> I mean, he's been in for 10 months. Yeah. Which is crazy. Only eight more? That's yes. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> so long. It's, it's more than halfway over. That's true. It's more than it. halfway over. Yeah. <laughs> 2025. We just need to wait for 2025. No. This is what, well, for all the monsters to be back. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Hyunwon's got to go soon. I think he's, I mean, he has to be going soon. They're going <laughs> to Paris. They're performing in Paris. Yeah. This weekend? Right? I think so. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Very soon. Chankun has, like, a music festival. Yep, this he was weekend rehearsals. Oh, they're at the airport now. Oh, look at you! Yeah, I just logged. I just opened on my phone, and the first thing I see is twelve minutes ago they're at the airport. <laughs> so yeah, they're all doing well and thriving. Yep, that's all we could ask for. 
Man Hook keeps on getting bigger. Yes. (laughs) So. That's it. That's it. Oh, look at us. We're so in sync. It's over. (laughs) Always good times, even when it's slower times. Yes. It's always something to talk about. It's never boring in K-pop, that's for sure. Tis not. If you want to tell us any group you think we should look into, or any subjects, or topics, or if you want to just tell us um, any tidbits of info, or, you know, correct us on any info, <laughs> you can email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. You can message me on Twitter at kpopcornerpod, or you can find me on TikTok at the K-pop Corner Podcast, or you can find Jade at mxbebe2021. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening and subscribing. And we'll see you next time at the K-pop Corner. Bye. Bye.